0: Okay, you guys, here we go. She runs Ultras episode number 118, and today's topic came up in an email conversation with a listener, and... I know firsthand from my own experience that picking a race can be, gosh, like very intimidating, overwhelming, frustrating, exciting, terrifying, all the things at once. And so I wanted to help you simplify the choice by giving you two important things to think about, all right? So let's dive right in. But before we do that, I just want to say straight out of the gate, that there is no one perfect race, okay? So don't waste a lot of time. Don't throw away tons of time trying to find the absolute A plus most perfect top rated race for you, all right? It, it just doesn't exist, all right? Take the pressure off yourself and just pick the option that checks the majority of the boxes for you, all right, And everybody's list, everyone's set of boxes is going to be different based on a whole host of different factors. And I just wanted to talk about two of them in this episode to help you get started. Because what I find is that when I'm faced with having to make a decision like this, sometimes I put it off, I procrastinate on it, because it seems like it's so difficult. All right. And if that's you, if this is sort of how you're feeling about choosing a race, maybe you've whittled it down to two or three, I don't know, or five. (laughs) And you're having a hard time making a decision, or you're coming at it from the opposite, side of things and you're like, I just don't even know where to begin. I haven't picked any races. I think this will help you to start the process and narrow things down either from many to few or none to something. All right. So again, take the pressure off of yourself and just pick the one that checks the the most boxes for you, all right? The two factors that I want to talk about in this episode are number one, the format of the race, and number two, the difficulty level of the race. And there's like a couple sub factors under that one. But first, let's talk about format. There are a few formats to choose from when it comes to ultras. Um, There's a loop, there's an out and back, and there's a point to point, all right? And like I said before, none of them is the quote unquote right or best format. There is just the one that's right or best for you, given your circumstances and your goals. The one that you choose will largely come down to how you feel about each one. All right. And this is why In Run Your First 50K, we spend some time going through the process of choosing races and talking about the different factors that go into each one. Um, And that's a much more in-depth conversation with many possible permutations. And so we're not going to get that... Uh, granular today. But if you're interested in getting help with that, then I would highly suggest that you apply for the program. All right. But what we are going to talk about here will get you started, like I said, in that selection process. Now you want to think about what makes the most sense for you. So are you someone that likes to see the same terrain over and over again and have that comfort and familiarity, then a looped or an out and back race is going to be your best option. Contrasting that, if you are someone that likes starting in one place and finishing in another, or perhaps you dislike seeing the same parts of a course over and over again, you like newness, freshness, and not to repeat things, then a point to point race is going to be more your style. All right. And I would recommend that you spend some time and even, you know, maybe make an old school pros and cons list to help you to decide. And just as a side note here, do your research too. This is one of the things we also talk about in Run Your First 50K. Find out as much as possible about the course ahead of time so that there are no surprises on race day. Uh, Unless, of course, you like that sort of thing and that's Sort of your jam, and there are many of you guys that I I know that just like to show up and see what happens. I mean, if you're signing up for a race and that's the shtick, like BFC, then that's one thing, okay. But especially if this is your first 50k, you want to do your due diligence, know what you're signing up for, and try to like see as much as you can see, so to speak, ahead of time. All right. Okay, the second factor is the difficulty level of the race. And to help explain this one, I'm going to use a skiing analogy or like a snow sports analogy, I guess, for all of you snowboarders out there, this would apply to you too. And I'm hoping that this resonates with you. But when you ski, there are trail markers that tell you how difficult or easy the trails are that you're choosing, right? So when you get to the top, you turn left or right, you get to choose your own adventure here. How easy or difficult do you want it? So there are green dot trails, which are the easiest. And then there are double black diamond trails, which are the hardest or the most technical. I like to think of ultra races in the same way. And to sort of put this into context for you, I think of ghost train. Remember that race that that sort of started this whole podcast, right? The one I wanted to do in sub 24 hours, the one that Sarah Brandt just talked about as well in her her recent episode. I think about that race as a green dot race. It's an out and back, it's flat, there are lots of aid stations, it's easy to crew, it's easy to get to logistically, okay? On the other end of the spectrum, I think of the Tahoe 200 as a double black diamond race. It's point to point, There's a lot of elevation change, there's altitude, there's weather, it's logistically challenging, and it's very long, both in distance and in time. And so you can start to see how you could put these races on a spectrum and rate them maybe, sort of using this idea of green dot, I think I think the ones in between are blue squares. I might have that wrong. It's been a long time since I've skied, you guys. <laughs> and I wasn't that good at it when I did it. <laughs> um, so you can start to see how you could put them on a spectrum in order to evaluate and and rate them. And you could you could even put them like on little post-it notes and start to shuffle them around and think about, okay, which do I like more and put them on a rating scale of your own to help you decide. However you choose to do it, it's great. I'm just throwing out options that sort of come to me in the moment as we're talking about this. Um, And there's going to be lots of races that are maybe similar or wildly different and many races in between. I mean, it's just going to be, I think it's kind of a fun exercise to go through to figure out which ones you're going to do. All right. But there are many sub factors to consider under the difficulty heading. And I would be remiss if we didn't just sort of touch on them. A little bit more. And I kind of alluded to them when I gave you the description of a green dot versus a double black diamond. Things like the distance, right? That's pretty obvious. A 50k is most likely going to be easier than a 200 miler. The terrain, how is it like a wide uh, rail trail or is it technical single track, right? With lots of loose rocks and roots and all that. Like you can start to see how everything is a spectrum here. The altitude, sea level versus 10,000 feet. The weather, is it going to be sunny and mild or cold and snowy, right? And weather is very subjective to everybody because some people do better in the warmth, some people do better than in the cold. So you can start to see how I can't really make a specific recommendation for everyone. You have to do this on a sort of a sliding scale based on you. The location, the actual physical location of the race in like in the park, in the um, woods, wherever the actual race is, but also the location in the world relative to where you live the logistics of the race, point to point, loop, out and back, they're all going to have their own different logistics. And these are things that you're going to need to consider. And I'm sure I'm forgetting many of these sub factors, but you sort of get the idea here. You can start to think about each one individually and try to figure out what you think you're going to like. And this is why I'm encouraging you to do your research and really look at what you're signing up for so that there are no surprises so that you can adequately train and show up confident and ready to kick ass on race day. All right. So as you're starting to think about your 2023 race calendar, filter your races that you have on your list through these questions in order to help you figure out where you're going to start. Okay, you guys, that's all I have for you today. Just like in the last podcast episode, I'm going to ask for your help in hitting... 100,000 downloads before the end of the year and help me achieve my goal of helping 10,000 women run their first 50K. And it just takes a couple clicks. I'd love for you to rate and review the podcast in whatever app you are listening to it in. It goes against the algorithm and helps it show the podcast to more people, more runners just like you. And I also want to remind you that the next round of Run Your First 50K starts in January. So if as you go through these processes of evaluating your races, you are choosing a 50k, come join us, go to runyourfirst50k.com to apply for the January program. That's all for this episode, you guys enjoy this beat and I'll see you all soon.